It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Our 2023 Miami Dolphins Prospect Spotlight Series continues on the defensive side of the ball with Michigan defensive tackle Mozzie Smith. Who he is, how he would fit the Dolphins' new front, and where he might get drafted and how the Dolphins could add him into the mix. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked on Dolphins. It's your team every day. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, decade-long draft Nick, the co-host of the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast, show dedicated to team building across the entirety of the NFL. You can find Locked on Dolphins on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins watch and or listen of the day. We did a little NFL pro scouting with Devin White earlier today, and now it's time to get back to college scouting. We're talking about interior defensive lineman Mozzie Smith. Defensive tackle has kind of become a buzzy topic as far as a position of need for the Dolphins when considering Christian Wilkins is in the last year of his current contract. Zach Sealer is in the last year of his current contract, and Raquan Davis is in the last year of his current contract. So the Dolphins are looking at a pretty significant need to address defensive tackle, not for 2023 per se, although I do think Raekwon Davis is a quality depth player at this stage of his career, and the Dolphins having more competition for that A-gap defender role uh, would be a wise maneuver as far as I'm concerned. But uh, for the longevity and the consistency and the uh, stability of the defensive front, making sure you don't fall too far behind on your needs is this tightrope that the Dolphins now have to walk between their present-day needs and the long-term decision-making process that's going to allow them to sustain themselves with the foundation that they have built from 2019 to the current day. So Mozzie Smith, who is this guy? This dude is a 323-pound brick house that calls the middle of the Michigan defensive line home, or has, in Ann Arbor. Uh, This was a member of the Bruce Feldman's freak list. Uh, Feldman puts out a list of the 50 most dynamic college football players and and their freakish athletic abilities. And Mozzie Smith, for his size and stature and nimble uh, mobility and lower body explosiveness, uh, earned himself at the beginning of the 2022 college football season a spot on that Bruce Feldman's freaks list. So that, that's a pretty important footnote for us as we get ready to set the table on who Mozzie Smith is. He was born on June 16th, 2001. So he will be turning 22 years old this summer. I'm not a math guy, but I can pull that one off. Four-star recruit, the number two nationally ranked defensive tackle coming out of high school. He's from the state of Michigan. Just about everybody, 247, ESPN, Rivals, they all had him as a four-star recruit. He played in the 2019 Under Armour All-American game before committing to Michigan out of East Kentwood High School. 
uh, in 2019. His contributions to Michigan, freshman in 2019, played in a couple of games. 2020 was the abbreviated COVID season. He became a full-time starter in 2021. He's been a two-year starter at nose tackle uh, or defensive tackle for the Michigan Wolverines. And uh, the athletic profile here is what really pops. He's 6'3 on the nose, 323 pounds. He jumped about 30 inches at the vertical jump and almost 9 feet in the standing broad jump at 323 pounds at the Michigan Pro Day. Uh, But he did not participate... Uh, in anything other than the bench at the NFL Combine, 34 reps uh, while having 34-inch arms, which is it's an impressive amount of volume for having 34-inch long arms and that kind of length uh, because of a hamstring issue. So we have a little bit of an incomplete athletic profile, but when you watch him on tape, the athleticism speaks for itself. And if there's one thing I'm not concerned about with Mozzie Smith, uh, aside of the hand power that he illustrates, it's the functional athleticism. For a 323-pound player, this is a delightfully nimble human being. Um, and I don't want to get too far into the weeds on how he fits while we're still talking about Mozzie Smith and who he is. So there are some uh, challenges with the Mozzie Smith evaluation. There's going to be a question about his ceiling as a player. He's one half of a sack in his career as a two-year starter at Michigan. Now, granted, yeah, he shared it with David Ajabo and Aiden Hutchinson, and those guys ate up a bunch of sacks in 2021, and I get it. But the half a sack came this year in Michigan as a pass rush perspective, like Mike Morris was probably your top pass rusher, and he was not David Ajabo, and he was not Aiden Hutchinson. So there should have been more room to go around. And in addition, he has six career tackles for loss. So a lot of this conversation in my mind about Christian Wilkins because of lack of production, and I'm using air quotes here if you're not watching on YouTube, Um, which I think for Christian is a little bit of uh, a red herring as far as his caliber of play and what he's capable of and so on and so forth. Uh, I do think that is a question that does exist with Mozzie Smith. Now, he's a nose tackle, and you operate with the understanding that if you're a nose tackle, you're not going to be uh, a persistent pass rush threat, and you're not going to consistently rack up a bunch of numbers and uh, sack the quarterback at an exceptionally high rate. That's kind of just the deal with playing in the A-gap. You're going to get the center turning your way a lot of the time. Uh, even when the center turns away from you, he's usually going to give a post to help his guard get set up on you and not allow you unimpeded into the A-gap. And you saw that from Mozzie Smith quite a bit, where there's one and a half to two bodies directed his way unless Michigan was bringing extra bodies. And in those instances, he was doing what Christian Wilkins often did with Miami schemed rushes for the Dolphins and the Josh Boyer defense in that he would be crashing into an offensive lineman for somebody either from the second level or elsewhere on the defensive line to loop around him and get a free run up the middle because Mozzie Smith is occupying two blockers and Michigan's bringing as many rushers as the opposing team has to block. So there's a little bit of nuance there as far as this one half of a sack and six tackles for loss. But when you watch him play, uh, I certainly think there's no question that he's capable of being a disruptive player and fulfilling a more disruptive role in a a different kind of responsibility set. Um, There were times in which he, he got good pressure and railroaded into your offensive lineman back into the laps of the quarterback and created good push to make things muddy for the quarterback. Uh, with a bunch of trash in front of his face, and we'll talk a little bit about more about that with how he fits. 
The last thing to just acknowledge for Mozzie Smith uh, is he did have a gun charge, a misdemeanor gun crime uh, this at the end of this past year. Um, but that was an opportunity that, that he had quoted uh, when he went to Ann Arbor's 15th district uh, at the beginning of, of January and said, I haven't, I've had an opportunity to learn. I immediately learned of the back of a police car, but I have had an opportunity to turn this into a lesson very quickly. He was sentenced to 12 months probation. Uh, if he has no violations of his probation in six months, that 12 month probation could be an early discharge for six months. So just an acknowledgement of that was kind of a buzzy news story, uh, for Michigan kind of around the college football playoff window, uh, because this is a player who's going to be a probably a top 50 pick. And if he's not picked in the top 50, 51 is going to be a very good spot for him uh, to fit what the Dolphins do as far as being a candidate to get selected in that pool. So that's Mozzie Smith. It's everything you need to know. Bruce Feldman's freaks list, not super productive as a player, but I think there's some nuance on the tape that explains why he's not super productive as a player. Uh, and just as a, an acknowledgement and a footnote that he has uh, been put on a, a probationary period in relation to an incident uh, with a firearm at the end of 2022. So that's Mozzie Smith, who he is. How does he fit the Dolphins scheme? Glad you asked, because that's what we're tackling next here on Locked on Dolphins. But before we get there, Ultimate Pro Football GM is the mobile game for anybody who is a diehard Locked on Dolphins listener, a diehard football fan. If you're an everydayer here on the show and you listen daily, I would kindly encourage you to do that. You must love strategy. You must love asking yourselves hard questions and exploring the why of why teams are doing things. If you think you can do it better, this is your chance. Ultimate Football GM, mobile game that puts you responsible for every decision that yields a dynasty, whether that's hiring the right coaches, negotiating player salaries, balancing the budget, the draft, free agency, player trades, injuries, you name it. You're responsible for all of it, all in a challenging and realistic game world. And best of all, in my mind, Ultimate Football GM is free and completely playable offline so you can play on the go whenever you want to. Locked On Dolphins listeners can get a 100% free boost to their franchise using promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store that's Locked On in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com. Or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild. Or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Mozzie Smith, uh, from a scheme perspective, I think what I'm most intrigued about is the power in the hands and what that does to change the numbers uh, in the run fits for a Dolphins defense under Vic Fangio that is going to be living in a world and an expectation where we want to live with six players in the box, six and a half players in the box. 
We want to take away your ability to create explosive plays. We want to force you to consistently grind and work for yards. And we want to prompt you to run the football. And then we want to be able to stop the run by playing a gap and a half with our front. And you think about Jordan Davis, the former Georgia Bulldog who got picked with the top 15 pick by the Philadelphia Eagles, who under Jonathan Gannon have run a lot of similar concepts with two high safeties and light box counts and so on and so forth. And Jordan Davis was a pick in the top 15 in spite of the fact that he played like 15 to 20 snaps a game because on those first and tens, the presence of Jordan Davis as a big-bodied player who could definitively eat two blockers and still play his gap responsibility in the run fit alleviates the pressure on every other player in the front to be able to successfully defend the run. You talk about math changers and the concept of math changers. Math changers is any player on the field at any position that transcends what you would put on a chalkboard because their presence and their physical skill set allows them to do things that complicate the game and change the numbers of how you are going to attack the other side of the ball. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are math changers because of their speed. You can't just cover them one-on-one in one robber and say, well, yeah, we're good to go. Well, no, you're going to have to bracket that side. You're going to have to cheat the safety that side. And what happens if they go speed on both sides? Well, now we got to get into two high sets and we can't play one high. And now you're manufacturing more one-on-one matchups across the, like, it's a good example of a math changer. Mozzie Smith has the potential to be a math changer with his ability to stack blocks at the point of attack and discard blockers in the front. The analogy that I made when I was talking to Joe Marino about Mozzie Smith, and Joe Marino for Locked On Bills has a first-round grade on Mozzie Smith, and sounds like he would not be mad if the Bills picked him at, at 27. So there's probably this is probably a less than 50-50 chance that Mozzie Smith is there, but this could be uh, a player who slides a little bit because of the lack of production, and if that's the case, okay, let's have the conversation, and that's why we're doing a spotlight on Mozzie Smith. The analogy that I made to Joe was it's like anybody who's ever been deep sea fishing or, or regular fishing. Let, let's say you go creek or river or pond fishing. And then you go like big game deep sea fishing for like game fish, like a marlin, right? And you hook, you hook a 16-pound largemouth bass and you feel it on the rod and you say, okay, yep, and I reel it in. The first time you touch a rod with a fish that's 50 pounds on the other end of the hook, or bigger, say Goliath grouper, right? Like something that's a real load of a fish. When you hook that and you feel that jolt in the rod, he did that to every single interior offensive lineman in the four games that I watched. The first time he rushed against them or the first time he set against them in the run game, he buckled the offensive lineman's base with the power in his hands. Purdue, Penn State, Ohio State, you name it. I mean, that, that, that was rivalry game and Big Ten championship game, and Penn State was Juke Scruggs, who's a, a middle-round interior offensive line prospect. When he hits you with his hands, 
he has the potential to fold you in half. Now, mind you, this is a player who's extremely graceful, has 34-inch arms, but yet is built stout at six foot three. He's not a six-seven nose tackle like Raekwon Davis. His center of gravity, his ability to balance, it's much more consistent. His leverage is much more consistent, and yet he's fluid. He scrapes horizontally like Christian Wilkins at 323 pounds. But he doesn't make a lot of splash plays, so the question is, what's the, what's the true valuation of, the, of him as a player? And if you want to get into a conflict and you want to debate that and you as the NFL teams want to pass over that because of lack of production, by all means. Because I'm more than content to watch the tape and see what this dude is capable of. And I'm inclined to think that the league will do that as well, whether that's Pittsburgh or the Raiders. There's a couple of teams in that 32 to 50 range that I think are, are pretty big speed bumps that the Dolphins are going to have to clear. But you can add this name to the list of guys that's like, okay, we just got to get through that 18-pick stretch and have one of these guys left. And the more names that go into that bucket, the better, because the more opportunity and more likelihood it gives you that one of them, at a minimum, is going to be there for you. And I understand I, I've put the car ahead of the horse here. But... I feel like I've exhausted the the impact that he produces while not showing up in the stat sheet. He's an in, he was an invaluable player to the Michigan front. And if you put Mozzie Smith in place of Raquan Davis in the A gaps, and he moved, Mozzie moved. He was a four eye. He was a three technique. He was a true nose. He was a one shade, a two eye. He moved everything from inside to the shoulder of offensive tackle to head up on the center. He took all of those alignments. He was on the field on a lot of third downs, too, because he's got a good first step. He's got a great first step for a player of his size, but he's got a good first step in general. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A potential big-time opportunity. It's a big-time talent in a big-time frame. I love this tape. I fell in love with this tape right away. Uh, if you want to know more about Mozzie Smith, or if you want to know more about Keanu Benton, who's our next one, but you don't want to wait for the show to come out, Text Dolphins to 305-419-3924. That's Dolphins to 305-419-3924. Sign up for subtext. There's a chance for you to text directly with me, share my show notes, share my, my resources for behind the scenes, talk about things that we talk about on the show, help you have us dictate what direction we continue to go on the podcast and give some feedback, which I love hearing from all of you guys and the things that you want to hear. The uh, first two weeks are free. If it's not for you, it's not for you. The first two weeks are free. So text DOLPHINS to 305-419-3924. Let's talk some Dolphins football. Valuation of Mozzie Smith, uh, where he's drafted. We've done the evaluation. What's the valuation? The traits that I graded interior defensive linemen on 
in consideration for this Dolphins system, right? And this is important because this is the first defensive tackle that we've done. So we're, we're defining how I'm evaluating defensive tackles, what traits and how important they are. My three top shelf non-negotiables must have. Football intelligence, your instincts. Block deconstruction, how well you break down blocks with your hands and your length. And first step explosiveness, how dynamic can you get off the ball? The tier two is versatility, run defending, and pass rush ability. All of those are equally valued, but they're more valuable than anything that comes after these, those three, and they're less valuable than the first three that we acknowledged. Motor, aka effort, and functional strength are tier three, and then tier four is hand power and flexibility. So ahead of doing Mozzie Smith, I did the three consensus top interior defensive linemen, uh, them being Jalen Carter, Brian Brissy, and Kalijah Kansi. And, and those were pretty easy to grade because I had a good understanding of all of those players uh, from the work that I had done through the, the college football season and the early winter with Draft Network before I left in March. Carter and Brzee graded out as uh, 93.7 and 84.8. So this is a large gap between Carter and Brzee. I think Brzee has plenty of talent. They're both going to be long gone before the Dolphins ever pick. So they're, they're kind of inconsequential to Miami. Mozzie Smith, on the other hand, actually graded out more favorably than Kalijah Kansi. So the fact that Kansi has the buzz that he does, in my mind, is a good thing. It's one less interior defensive line spot, uh, but yet one that will eat up a player that I don't think is a great fit for the Dolphins in their front. And, and some of this is because Kalijah Kansi has 30 and a half inch arms and is 280 pounds. Now, if you're going to be that kind of stature, you better be a heck of a first step athlete. And he is, and he's going to be drafted for his pass rush ability, but I don't think he's an every down player. I think Mozzie Smith can be an every down player, but more importantly, if Kalijah Kansi is a third down player early in his NFL career, Mozzie Smith is a first and second down player and a short yardage player. More opportunities to get on the field. I had Mozzie Smith grade out better than Kalijah Kansi for the Dolphins scheme specifically, an 84.44. As far as the elite traits that I gave Mozzie Smith, hand power, functional strength, I gave his elite grades. His block deconstruction skills, I gave a a great grade. Uh, I also gave him a great grade in run defending and motor. Uh, I gave him a good first step grade. I gave him a good football IQ grade. I gave him a good versatility grade, and I gave him good flexibility, and I gave him sufficient pass rush skills. All of that adds up to an 84.4. Comparing that against some of the other players that we've evaluated, it's below Sam Laporta, but it's above all of the backs not named Jameer Gibbs and Bijan Robinson. It's below... Darnell Washington and Dalton Kincaid with Sam Laporta at tight end. And then from an offensive tackle perspective, the only one that I think has a realistic chance to be there at 51 that grades better than that is Matthew Bergeron. So if you add Mozzie Smith onto what we did yesterday with the running back recap, where we did the tight ends, offensive tackles, and running backs like your drafted 51 list, Mozzie Smith's a new name on the list. I would draft him at 51, no questions asked. Now, I don't think because there's Laporta, Bergeron, and Washington 
and Jameer Gibbs in front of him. I don't know that I would trade up for Mozzie Smith, especially because I don't think interior defensive line is the most pressing need in 2023. But if he's there, the values could be really hard to pass up, especially if the other guys are gone. Predictively, I think he has a strong chance to go between 40 and 50. But all you need is one player elsewhere to fall too far and another team to fall in love and the domino effect, and boom, Mozzie Smith's going to be on your lap, in your lap at 51. Not likely, but possible. That's why we did the spotlight. Uh, we have one more spotlight coming up today. That is Keanu Benton, defensive tackle from Wisconsin, another fun player that we're going to dive into next here on the show. So make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Appreciate those of you who are everydayers and check out the show every day because we have your team covered every day here on the Locked On Network. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make it a great rest of your day. I'll be back to talk to you all again soon about Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.